Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Delawal. I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. We're back again for another podcast, Mick, huh? Yep. This exciting event here in uh, Bellevue, Washington. Yeah, PowerShell Summit. Uh, well, let's... PowerShell and DevOps Global Summit. 2022. 2022, right. A PSH Summit. Yep. So anyways, we got another um, special guest with us, and uh, it's none other than uh, Marcus Sherfield, right? Welcome, yeah. Marcus. <laughs> yes, yes, that's me, uh, Marcus Sherfield. <laughs> Good thing we didn't mutilate his name. So you're from uh, Las Vegas. Yes, yes. Uh, I am the program manager here at Las Vegas. Uh, our, so we're in three cities. We're in Philadelphia. Uh, Delaware in Las Vegas, and I manage the uh, program in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, cool. Nice. Yes. So how long has this been around? So in Las Vegas, our program started in 2016. Okay. And what exactly is the program? So that's a great question. <laughs> um, so we are a nonprofit, and we have three different training programs. And all our programs are geared towards helping those underserved, um, those that are having a hard time getting a foot in the door competing in today's workforce. So what that looks like is we have three, like I said, we have three programs. Uh, one I always promote is our IT Works program. IT Works, we focus on IT, and it's what we call a fast track program, a college alternative. It's for those that's looking to go straight in learn the skills and go straight into work. So 16 weeks, their first 11 weeks, they're learning everything, all the content, we're preparing them for the content A+. And then after uh, the last five weeks, we place them into an internship, paid internship, where they get the hands-on experience and then they go straight into the workforce. So uh, most of our programs are, are model, have the same model. We have a, a coding program and a, a customer service program as well. And again, our programs, you know, they're to help not only get a foot in the door, but with no debt. Which oh. is huge in today's world. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we, we cut down the time as far as going into the workforce and, you know, we provide laptops for the students we pay for their content A plus. Uh, we even help with bus passes, uh, professional clothes. Uh, we 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 have a holistic approach. You know, mentorship. You know, every student that enrolls into our program gets assigned a mentor that works in that industry. So wow, you know, it's yes. not like so. You guys have thought of pretty much every single thing that goes into making someone successful. It's one thing to give people scholarships and say, here you go. Go take a training. But, you know, you guys have, you know, to a point, figured out they need laptops, obviously. Yes. They need clothes, right? Because mm -hmm. if they are, uh, you know, uh, low income and stuff like yes. that, they don't have the proper clothing to get to yes. work and, and be presentable and, you know. So you're helping with the social side of this, yes. this also yes. besides the technical side. Yep, yep. And, and when you think about it, when we all, like, I feel like at that age, and we target 18 to 26 you're all broke. <laughs> yes. You know, right. So, um, you know, whether you're staying with your parents or you're staying on your own, 
you're working some entry level, dead in, I don't want to work this job for the rest of my life right. um, job. So I almost feel like that age group, everybody's in that underserved population. Right. Yeah, because, you know, it used to be like, when, and my entry level was back in the 90s, mm-hmm. late 90s. And back then, the help desk was your entry level and you could actually go somewhere. Today, that's totally changed. It's the call center and you don't have to have technical anymore like you did back in those yep. days. And it's, and like you said, it's a go nowhere job yep. typically yep. unless you can move up into a management, which if you want to do technical is kind of meaningless. Yep. Yep. So how many apply generally and how many get accepted? So um, each cohort, we max out at 15 students. Uh, this, this cohort, we went up to 17 students. Um, a lot of times we'll get, we'll, and I'll go back, before COVID, we were getting about 70 to 100 applicants. Whoa. And after COVID, during COVID, it kind of just cut in half. So um, we've been struggling. It, it's, it's gradually, you know, getting back to the normal numbers. But we're gradually, um, you know, start. so during COVID, we had to go completely virtual. And then now we're kind of half and half. So we'll have two days in person, two days virtual until, you know, things hopefully get back to normal. How's the selection process? So we have them go through three interviews. Uh, one is just a group interview, then an individual interview where we have them take a tech test just to see the level that they're at. And uh, the last interview is pretty much um, just uh, last, you know, if they have any questions, um, just to make sure they're fit. But one of the, sad to say, one of the biggest um, the things that can weed a student out is not responding to emails, mm-hmm. not following up, showing up on time in interviews, basic soft skills. And it's yeah. sad because we out of, say, 100, we'll probably get down to maybe 25, 30, just off those things. Oh, my God. And what's sad is uh, you don't know how common that is. So I'm also on a, a community foundation board back home, and we also issue scholarships out mm-hmm. to students, and that's the number one thing. Uh, only okay. one in three applicants yeah. actually finish their application for those scholarships. Mm-hmm. We typically have 2,200 apply and 900, seven to 900 actually finish it. Yeah. And you have to stay on them constantly. Finish the application. Yes. Yes. So I know exactly where you're coming from. It's, it's crazy. And I tell young people, I said, if you just show up on time, follow through, fill out, you'll be so far ahead of your peers. You, there's so much opportunity out there just for that. Just, just completing the application. Yeah. And, and I can tell you right now, um, uh, you know, set aside what we're talking about here, but for scholarship wise, like back in middle Tennessee, which is where I'm from, mm-hmm. there are lots of scholarships out there that people never apply yeah. for. And that I'm quite sure that same thing exists for tech. Yes. Yes. It's, it's so even for, for this event, um, and that's what we're putting together a group to expose more to this because mm-hmm. we didn't get a lot that applied for the scholarship initially. And I think it's, you know, something with this generation. I, I, I don't know the, the answer, but yeah, something with this generation. <laughs> well, I can tell you part of it because actually I, uh, back in the other uh, community foundation, I'm, I asked some and it's been like, oh, I'll, I would never qualify for that. They have misconceptions of what the uh, scholarship is. And we don't do it like that one. We don't do on grade based, on GPA based. Mm-hmm. It's need based. And this sounds much very similar yep. to that. Yep, need based. What's the success rate of uh, 
<clears throat> so um, for IT work, ooh, am I? Um, shout out to my executive director, Pat Patrick uh, Cullian. Um, but we are around that um, high eighty percent. Wow. And and I'll honestly say it's because the industry is so in demand. Yes. Um, yes. So there's students that, you know, they take a little bit longer than others to pass the CompTIA A+. Yeah. They still get employment opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, after our students will go work an internship and the, the, always the companies, they want to keep them because it's, all, it's a demand always. It's never enough IT on yeah. the floor. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a great uh, point right there. You're right. There never is enough. And that's the point of automation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So and and we talk to them a lot of times where it's there's there's automation is it's not taking away jobs, it's no. providing more jobs, it's more higher paying jobs. Yes. It, it's just yeah, job security all the way around. Because it's about creating efficiency, right? <clears throat> and uh, and I can so, say for all my <clears throat> years experience of automation, the the stuff I automate, there's a whole stack of stuff that comes up right after that. It's not like I'm I'm automating myself out of a job. Yep. Yeah. Not at all. And that's great. That's good. Um, so where do you see this program going from here on? So um, we we're we have another cohort going on right now. They're about to go to, into the internships, and we're right now we're working on with alumni. So the biggest mm-hmm. part. We just added a uh, Network Plus and a Security Plus net, uh, night class That's good. where they can, you know, continue education. We, we cover their um, the, we cover their certification. We pay for all that. Um, and, and just like with this PowerShell, like to expose more of our students to this. Uh, we have a few students here and they're soaking it up. They, they have their laptops out. I have one student, he's already got plans when he gets back home. That's, so, a, that's great. And, and that's why I think like just continuing uh, the education for our students so they can go on and, and continue making great money. Yeah. What about what about the uh, Microsoft certifications? Do they pursue those too? Do you guys support that? So we have a few that go and get their Azure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few, and I guess it's always dependent on the company. We have some companies that's Microsoft focused, yeah. and it pushes them. and And that's what uh, coming to this conference really triggered me to start exposing our students uh, when they graduate to all these different, because this is my first time learning about Power uh, PowerShell. Yeah. And I'm like, our students need to know about all these things, because one thing uh, that was pointed out is the salaries are mind blowing, where it, it has me thinking about, like, I need to go sign up for some of this <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, PowerShell was one thing, right? But you know, when we're talking about like uh, Microsoft certifications and stuff like that, there's so many different uh, areas of it to give you some basics. For example, the Azure fundamentals and yes. you know, the modern desktop management and stuff like that, right? It, because you need these pieces in order to help you with this mm-hmm. other piece, which mm-hmm. is called PowerShell. Um, so yeah, and and you know, you got you got some companies that actually require certification. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Some is like on the job training, and then they give you the opportunities to get scale up and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so those are my, you know, my suggestions oh, uh, yeah. for you, as well as, you know, Microsoft also has the MVP program, right? Uh, yes. And both of us, I mean, I was a Microsoft MVP for about five years. He's still a uh, Microsoft MVP. And it gives you 
you, you strive towards this 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 goal or this uh, this award or this achievement, mm-hmm. and then you you know um, it gives you that that boost that like, mm-hmm. hey you know I'm because there's not so many uh, you know everyone's a Microsoft MVP right there's a selected few around the world, and then you get more opportunities you get uh, you know uh, product group interactions mm-hmm. and internal. Uh, you know uh, discussions and 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 companies also really like to see that they're like hey this person is a Microsoft MVP you know and and they've been doing these things you know and they start offering positions yes. and stuff like that yes and that's one thing that that um, uh, that when Jeff Hicks over here was talking in the introductory class mm-hmm. that we just came out of uh, there for a little while that he was talking about there that one of the big things is is community involvement mm-hmm. in your career. Because companies definitely look at that. Mm-hmm. And if you get involved in your community, you're, you have an open resume. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I, I started my blogs back in t- 2011. Mm-hmm. Never dreamed they would take off like they did. Yeah. And I did them first as just kind of a share with my peers at mm-hmm. the company I worked yeah. at at the time. And then mm-hmm. I started getting all these people that were following me yeah. on there. And then, you know, and then I just started reaching out. And then I learned, okay, other companies saw my blogs and then it was then it dawned on me well this is kind of a, a revolving resume mm-hmm. that companies I don't have to say tell a company okay you know uh, explain that I know all they gotta do is look at my mm-hmm. blog and they know what I know about PowerShell and what I can demonstrate yeah. so it really helps them career-wise yes um, so you and I had a nice discussion last night mm-hmm. and uh, about especially soft skills I mean the yes. tech skills is one thing, right? You, you, you. It's very structured. You like you go and get your A plus certification. You're gonna learn, you know, yes. things you need for that. You get to work. You get some of your experiences and stuff like that. But soft skills, you know, we kind of like put that in the back burner. A lot, you know, mm-hmm. we tend to like ah, yeah, the, those those are not tech related, yes. so we're we're not gonna bother. But they do help, right? They are yep. a major piece of it, and. You know, and, and I think before we started the podcast, you were telling me about starting a group and all that for these, these uh, you know, alumni yes. and the new students. Great idea. Have them create their own, probably a user group, right? Mm-hmm. And start probably in a small scale, uh, you know, do um, uh, small scale uh, presentations mm-hmm. between their peers. Mm-hmm. Those that have been on this, this uh, you know, Tech Impact program, mm-hmm. right? Then they can expand out. Yes. Right? Yes. So everyone is sharing it with each other. They get comfortable. They pick up those skills. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, uh, and, you know, and then the world is the oyster, right? Yes. Yeah. And soft skills, and, and that's what we were talking about, they, like, it's evolved into mm-hmm. more than just, you know, talk yeah. and look you in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I think... There's soft skills in how you use apps and there's soft skills how you use social media. Yes. Like you can still, you know, use social media in a way to communicate. But um, I think we haven't found a way or we, we, we probably we are finding a way to help young people use social those social skills and social media to their advantage because yep. you have so many different ways you you can go on LinkedIn and connect with so many different people mm-hmm. already in the industry. And that's something we're growing towards. Um, yeah. with, with some of our other programs, I definitely want them to learn more about mm-hmm. Microsoft and all the tools it offers. 
Um, so when our students, um, they enter into our program, they get assigned a mentor. We have a career development specialist where they have to do mock interviews over and over and over again and answer those questions. And then we have them go with the professional and answer those same questions to kind of prep them. Because, you know, so a lot of times you don't you don't know until you face your face to face with that person. You may think, oh, I know I know how to talk to people. But once you're face to face and you see a group or, or three people at a table and they're firing questions at you. Yeah. I remember my first interview, I crashed. Like yeah. I crashed, I was sweating. <laughs> I just, yeah. So um, I think, you know, so we focus a lot on uh, soft skills and to, you know. Resume creations. Yes. Another, right. Right. People don't know how to do that properly. And what? make your resume apply to your industry. Right. That's huge. Uh, and well, just like when I spoke up in there just a few minutes ago and Jeff Hicks yep. telling people, yeah. use LinkedIn. Even the smallest stuff you do, um, mm -hmm. obviously this pertaining to PowerShell, put it in your resume. Yes. Employers want to see what mm -hmm. you've done. Yep. And if when you're in an interview, they're going to ask, they're going to see these things on there and they're going to say, what did you do? What solution? How did you do this? Yes. Yes. Because they want to know, they want to get a... a, a they want to get an idea of what your mindset is, mm -hmm. how you think, and that's what yeah. you're you're doing. You're publicizing that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so easy. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize. So I, I'll be honest. Like I, I knew, you know, we, we know about the on ramp program and all that stuff. Been around for for years, but I didn't realize that there was an organization like yours that was doing this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I'm blown away. I'm like, this is amazing. It's, yes. It's, you know. <laughs> And I, I thank you all for setting this up because uh, when I was on stage after, you know, when you get down and yeah. you miss so many things I could have talked about when I, when I got on stage. So uh, thank you so much for uh, setting this up so I can at least redeem myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so how, how does your program get set up in cities? So you all are in three different cities now. Yes. How does it get how does it expand out or is that, is that a possibility or? So um, it's based on um, our private funders. OK. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, right, and so how we started in Las Vegas, uh, Barclays is one of our biggest funders, especially for our City Works program. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just grew from there. Uh, uh, somebody saw a need in Las Vegas and they brought it to Las Vegas. So um, the conversation always starts with somebody seeing a need and it could be a discussion to maybe, uh, you know, start a program in another state. It's interesting because uh, we have a, where I am the Nashville Technology Council, and they're heavy into boosting IT careers like you all are doing. Yes. So that's why I was asking because they may be very interested in this oh, program. Absolutely. Have yeah. you guys reached out to like all the philanthropists uh, for support and funding? And not as probably as many as we should. So I'm definitely uh, open to contact. Yes, uh, we do have a uh, development, a grant development department. Um, they work really hard, but um, and they'll probably be mad at me, but we'll <laughs> we'll take on more <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, we, we're always looking for growth. We we yeah. expanded to we even opened up one uh, program in uh, juvenile um, a detention center, oh, and cool. you know just trying to reach different areas. But so that that brings me to another uh, story. So I have a close friend mm -hmm. uh, in Alaska, and. He's, he was incarcerated when he was a teenager for about, I think he spent 20 years, okay? Yeah. 
It's something apparently you didn't do and whatever, yeah. right? 20 years, and he came out and he was on, uh, what do you call it, probation, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. all this stuff for another, you know, God knows how many years. But while he was in, in prison, he uh, started teaching himself technology, mm -hmm. right? He was going to the library, and then I guess they may have access to computers, whatever. And then he started getting, he also started learning about PowerShell a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Things like that. And he became a, uh, he came out and he got a job um, at a, at a uh, higher ed and uh, uh, working on like, you know, configuration manager and yeah. you know, uh, uh, device management. The guy is so brilliant. The things that he's doing now and his career has just expanded. Like, yeah, you won't believe There's it. There's an opportunity. Yeah. Yep. And yes. he yeah. was a guy who just changed his life, right? I mean, he went in, he could have come out and just been a bum mm -hmm. or whatever. But someone gave him an opportunity inside to, to mm -hmm. pursue this, right? So I like that when you mentioned that, you know, if you can look into... Mm -hmm. I tell people, you know, not to say don't pursue your dreams, mm -hmm. um, but think about the in-demand skills. Mm -hmm. Get the in-demand skills and they may help you mm -hmm. get to where you're really trying to go. Yeah. But at least if you get an in-demand skill, we seen with COVID, mm -hmm. like in Las Vegas, hospitality, people never would have thought of hospitality not existing or yeah. being like the lowest job at the time. But when you think of IT, it is not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Plus, like you said, the industry is evolving. So, for example, when people say, oh, you know, my son or my daughter wants to go into IT. But, you know, I said, well, you know, right now security is hot. Cybersecurity, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's not going to go away. It's just going to keep increasing because of the nature of our... Uh, you know, climate, you know, with attacks all the time, right? Cyber attacks and, you know, and there's a huge demand for it. Go so focus on that and you'll walk in with a job, you know, yesterday. You know, exactly. Definitely. Um, and there's so many other areas, right? Um, Automation. Yeah. We're, what we're really here for, that's hot. Yeah. Database administration, automation, you know, device management, you know, there's so much. And But, yeah. I'm this close to switching careers. <laughs> I'm <feeling> this close. <laughs> you might, you might. At the end of the conference, I'll be sending an email. <laughs> hey, we may be seeing you here next yeah. year as a student, actually. I'll be attendee uh, yep. as a student. You might have to apply for that scholarship. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> He's like, James, can I, can I, yeah, this can is I? a shout out to James Petty. I might need to apply for a scholarship just to let you give your hands up. So mentioning him, uh, it's, he has done a lot for yes. you all. Yes. So um, James, James Petty has been involved since day one, uh, since he took over for Don. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he started as the advisory board or on our advisory board and he plays a major part in a lot of decisions. Mm -hmm. But not only that, um, every time he hosts a, a workshop, he, we, we actually have one of our, our instructors that will be attending uh, his workshop in Las Vegas. But um, every year he invites, uh, provides scholarships for our students to attend yeah. the summit. Um, they've donated money to our program. Um, and it, like he put up on the PowerPoint, 250,000 um, to help support our program. 
We've been able to provide free, absolutely at no cost to our students. They don't have to pay for it, nothing. That's amazing. So um, James Petty has been, he's, and, and what's, what's so nice is our, our students get to talk to him, meet him. Um, he's approachable. He's available. Um, they, they, they can call him. So a lot of times, you know, when you get people, especially CEO, they're not that accessible. Right. And, right, and, right. and for them, you, you should see like when they saw his title, like, Oh, he, wait, he's a CEO. You know, they, most students, if you ask a young adult, who do they know? Like they, they talk to or call that's the CEO or, or work at some of these levels they don't know anybody. So that's huge for that's them excellent. to go and back. And, and then it becomes um, realistic for them to even think of themselves, yeah. like to move in that direction. So Yeah, when you have people like that, like James, who are down to earth and accessible, and <clears throat> also they're generally for their success, you know, it makes things easier. They can, they can relate. You know, people are people, right? Yep. It's not like, you know, you're talking to some high yeah. mucky mark, you know, <laughs> somewhere like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to watch my P's and Q's and stuff. Um, so speaking of that, uh, I don't know whether you might have had a conversation with your students since the State of the Shell mm-hmm. uh, session with Jeffrey Snover and yes. Jason Helmick. What do they think about that? So, um, and, and seeing the inventor of PowerShell right here. So even I was kind of stood, uh, that's the guy on the videos that you just uh, told me. <laughs> so um, the one of our students, Maurice, he pulled out his laptop immediately. He's doing the code with them. He's trying out all the new features. And uh, our other student, he's texting all his alumni, <laughs> hey, you all, you all got to learn this stuff, sending them text messages, links, and all that. So... I'm excited for this to see where this goes because um, we're hoping we can create a, a, a young group of uh, young people that's interested mm-hmm. to learn more about this. So yeah, they're they're fired up. They're fired up. They're huh? fired up. I noticed that last night because our first uh, social event that we had yes. last night, they were just absorbing all the stuff we were yeah. uh, sharing with them and asking us questions, and they were definitely all energized. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In, in I'm gonna tell you. Uh, from they were out. I think they were out all night, like just sitting, listening to conversations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> And you're right. Maurice was. He was uh, getting a lot more technical with me, asking me how I was doing this and this yep. in PowerShell. So yeah, yep. I, I gotta give them props though. You know, usually, so I'm, I'm involved in like an exchange student organization, right? As a volunteer to help you know students go overseas mm-hmm. and come here and stuff, but. I tend to find that group of youngsters, they don't, they don't hang out. They go, they, they click together, mm-hmm. they go off together, you know, things like that, and they sit together. And so they, they're not expanding their horizons and stuff. Yep. But I'm noticing this group of people, you know, yeah. Wendy and so on and so on, that like you said, they're sitting there in the lobby, they're sitting here, they're talking, they're, they're yep. absorbing. You know, they're putting themselves out. Yes. You know, yes. they're going out of their comfort zone and saying, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to, you know, mm-hmm. bite the bullet and just do it. And it's amazing. So you can select it really. Yes. Outstanding so, students for this. Uh, Wendy, she just graduated um, from our last program. Mm-hmm. She's maybe, she 
five, four months into IT. Mm-hmm. Never, no background in IT. Uh, she worked for a bank um, before IT, and she wanted to switch careers. Um, she has a family, the whole nine, and she went into this program. And she was like, our our um, internships, our employer partners were fighting over her. They, they, she has uh, received a uh, job opportunity recently, and I don't want to say her, her her salary, but it is above uh, right. a lot of people's fresh out of college pay. That's correct. Yeah, That's yeah. She she's doing amazing. Um, she's going into. Um, she was talking about compliance and, and mm. going to a lot of different areas like that. So it's just. You think of someone that's only been out of our program maybe a few months, two months. And it's already on the way. Already. And that's, and that's what I keep hitting yeah. at people about PowerShell. If you know PowerShell, I mean, you are a hot commodity mm-hmm. out yes. there in the job market. Yeah. People want you. And especially, and this is one of the things that I'm, I've been told at Ignite by employers trying to get me to move over to them is, hey, we've, got, uh, we've gone to the cloud. Oh, it's eating our finances up. We need somebody with PowerShell automation to come in and automate all this stuff so we can drop our time that we spend in the yeah. cloud down and which in the end drops the costs right. down. Right. So that's one of the reasons it's so hot. So I'm trying to learn um, as I go back to our students, um, what is a good or is there a level a person can start learning about Power PowerShell? Oh, yeah. Um, is it a person that comes out of a say a program like ours, CompTIA, they only have their A plus, or they would need a little bit more experience in, in certain areas before going into. Not really. Just as long as they have a, a basic understanding of, you know, on the on the IT side of the mm-hmm. operating system. Um, I mean, basically, like how to open up a uh, the, the the prompt, right? The the, the console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you know how to do that, then you just a matter of you know, verb noun situation. And, you know, Jeff Hicks, you, you were in that session earlier. He's one of the, the writers for that. Uh, it's a very famous uh, book called uh, Month of Lunches. PowerShell and a Month of Lunches, mm-hmm. right? So that now there's a fourth edition that just came out. And what it's designed for is basically like at lunchtime, you know, you do one chapter or one you know, at a time. So that's why it's called the PowerShell in a month of lunches. So we are all busy and stuff like that, but you just use one and it goes step by step. And yeah. by the end, you know how to script, you know how to do all that stuff. That so, may be our first um, meetup project. Mm-hmm. We might use that in our first meetup project yep. to see. And there are tons of resources out there on, online too. People are starting to create YouTube videos to, to help people like, mm-hmm. you know, from basic to advance and you know he, he's been trying to do the same thing uh mick here um yeah so there's a lot of resources out there and that's what they Take should do so uh, a quick thing about uh, along that line um so there's a very uh, influential guy from he used to be at microsoft the scripting guy right and he's called the scripting guy <laughs> and then there was like a little parody or something with um uh, what is it? Scripting wife. Yep. So Ed Wilson. Ed Wilson. Ed Wilson is his name, and he's retired now. Mm-hmm. So he's known as a scripting guy, and he'll he'll you know on 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 uh, tech technet and all that stuff. You know he was posting a lot of 
his uh, his uh, one-liners and scripts and mm -hmm. all that. And he introduced PowerShell to his wife, who's not a technical person. And they were oh, doing wow. something. I can't remember which what project she wanted. She wanted to send out mailing letters mm -hmm. or something like that. I, you know, I can't remember what the story was. And he said, "Oh, yeah, um, and we can use." She said, "What the heck is PowerShell?" And he said, "Oh, let me show you." Oh, like she said, "Oh, I got no time for this." He said, "No, no, no, here." And then she started doing it, you know, one step at a time, and she got hooked into it. And she then became a oh, known wow. person in the industry as a scripting wife, and she's there at conferences and yep, talking. Wow. Yeah. So you really so. We get so many, uh, I still work for high school and uh, in, in grade schools, and you get so many people that are on this movement of coding, but for, you know, Java, even HTML and stuff. But it has, it, this is making me think, like, this needs to be really introduced to even younger, mm -hmm. at a younger age, because we I've seen young um, start coding at, at high school, even some junior high, and it really has me thinking like, wow, this should be introduced at all levels because yeah, automatically I just thought, oh, this is advanced. This is way too advanced. And I know it can get advanced, but to get into this, you can really start at a ground zero. And I can tell you exactly how to do that. So I've, I've spoken at elementary schools mm -hmm. about PowerShell coding. And how I started doing it was I started out with um, Minecraft. And you can put logic in Minecraft. Yeah. You can, you can uh, put logic in there, and that's the main thing they want to learn is once you get the logic down on this, you can go between operating systems. There's, I mean, the semantics are going to change some, mm -hmm. but you're basically going to be able to, to, to think in the same way across the different languages that you learn. Uh, and that's how, and I'm going to tell you, when I went to one of the uh, metro public schools there in Nashville, and I did that. I thought I was going to be like, because I'm thinking back when I was in school, yeah. I thought I was going to be like this. Oh, everybody's going to be bored to death with my seat. And it was the opposite. I mean, they were all over me. I had several of them when I was, my, my time was finally up. And uh, and so I'm getting ready to leave there. And I had some of them coming up and grabbing me. No, please don't leave. We want to hear more. Uh, <laughs> you guys started something this. like this, right? Uh -huh. From, let's say, a middle school level, something like that. Uh -huh. And you got them introduced. Give them just a little bit. It's not we're not talking about scholarship and stuff, but you had like some of your it's, alumni students going back uh -huh. to the school systems and doing this stuff. And then a few years later, as they are graduating from high school, um, and they're applying for these scholarships or to, to this program, now you can vet them for, hey, you are part of this learning mm -hmm. environment mm -hmm. that we gave you, right? What have you done so far? And, and I love it. Right? So now they're bringing a different set of mm -hmm. skills prior to like doing the 16-week program, 11-week program, whatever it is, right? And I will tell you this, uh, and this is an, a Microsoft MVP program. Honestly, I don't know if it still exists because this was pre-COVID. And of course, COVID destroyed so much stuff. But um, before that, at the final Microsoft Ignite, in-person Ignite, they had, they had started um, talking about where a Microsoft MVP would go to local schools. They, they're doing it now. Are they? It's not through the MVP program, but Microsoft's doing this thing called the STEM program. Uh, so science, technology, engineering, math. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they have uh, like you know, uh, engineers and things like that from Microsoft 
who sign up at certain schools and then mm-hmm. there's support given. So they come in, you know, probably get a bunch of laptops and stuff like that for them to use to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, probably I think start off with Minecraft, those kind of things. That's what they're, they're used for. But yeah, there's a lot of, lot of different things out there that can be leveraged. Um, it's all about, at the end of the day, empowering mm-hmm. people. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I, and I love the, the mission statement from Microsoft, right? It's about, you know, uh, empowering, you know, every person and every company mm-hmm. on the planet to achieve more, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all exactly. about. And so, no, this is great. And is there anything you would like to um, inform our listeners and uh, how to reach you and, yes. and, and how to yes. find your program to so, support and stuff like that? So. You can look up our program, um, IT Works, and that's I T W O R K S dot org. IT Works. Um, also, you'll see our other programs. We have a coding boot camp, and we have a customer service program on there as well. Um, go to our website, fill out the form. If you would like to be a mentor, mm-hmm. we have a form for to be a mentor or some type of volunteer. Believe me, I will get in contact with you um, and, and we'll, you know, get you started. But we definitely, definitely need more, especially in this area, to uh, expose our students. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Definitely. And you're enjoying uh, having a good time? Yeah. I'm so, so glad I came. I, I didn't even expect this. Um, <laughs> now it's something else. I'm, I've been watching YouTubes and Googling everything. So now I, I even have more YouTubes and, and Googling. So I'm be binge watching uh, PowerShell and DevOps <laughs> for the next probably week. Excellent. <laughs> so excellent. Good. It's, and it's good. a success. It's a success. Yeah. Fabulous. That's good. Thanks for being here. And thanks for joining us on our podcast. And uh, we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Definitely. Right. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Until next time, you know where to find us. I'm on Twitter as at Pooch. H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm also on Twitter. Uh, It's Mick underscore Pletcher. Cheers. Cheers.